right, that's recording. Quick word from the sponsors. Sweet. FIFO by Aaron Weston, a hilarious novel about all the dodgy stuff that happens up in the FIFO industry. FIFO number two is coming out in August, so keep a lookout for that. Available at Aaron Weston Author on Instagram and Facebook. For the kids, we got Australian Mining Machines, Australian Firefighters, Australian Defence Force Machines, Mining Machines Colouring In Book, Australian Surf Lifesavers, Australian Paramedics, and Australian Police Vehicles, all available under Children's Books by Aaron White on Facebook and on Instagram. I know it's not on Instagram, just the Facebook one. All right, let's get into the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Aaron White Show. Today, we have a fantastic guest, Jay Fowler. Jay is a rapper under the name JJM. Welcome to the show, Jay. Thank you for having me, Aaron. Oh, you're most welcome. It's nice to be here. Haha, <laughs> sweet. Hey, can you please tell me your story, like how and where you grew up and your life-changing events and how you end up doing what you're doing today? Yeah, cool. Um, so you just want to kick it? Yeah, so I think I've had a few life-changing events uh, throughout my life. Um, I probably, I've thought about it since you've said it, um, and it's been hard to try and draw it down onto onto one thing. But um, my story, basically, do you want to hear the story about uh, me as an artist, like how I became an artist or my personal story throughout life? Your, type personal, of thing? your personal story, which rolls onto your music. Awesome. Yep. Because I think that's one major life-changing thing for me is discovering my music. Um, so yeah, I was, I was born in New Zealand, um, in Christchurch. Um, and I just have to take one ear off here cause it's a bit weird with the headphones on. Um, yeah, born in New Zealand. Um, and my parents weren't together, but I seen them, seen, seen my dad a lot. Um, but when I was about five, I moved to the Cook Islands in Rarotonga. So um, me and mum lived there for about a year. Um, and that was pretty cool. Um, bit of a different lifestyle there. Um, learned a lot of things. And um, moved on after that, we moved straight to Australia. So I think the plan was to move back to New Zealand. Um, so we jumped on the plane straight to Australia and um, yeah, ended up here and I was seven years old. So um, at that age, I was kind of uh, just, just kicking around through school because I'd been to a couple of schools until I got to grade two when I, when I was here. So um from there, I moved around schools, uh, a few places and stuff like that. Um, yeah, had a met a lot of interesting people, and I think, I think that was probably one thing that was cool for my life. I got to meet a lot of people and see a lot of different personalities, and that probably shaped me in a way um, to be an open person. I think that that might be one of the reasons why I'm such an open person, apart from the genetics. Um, but that would be one step into obviously becoming an artist um, uh, as a rapper. So basically through school, I would meet a lot of people and stuff, went to probably five, five different schools or something. Um, but I settled down in the same area that I'm living now, which is called the Redlands uh, in Queensland, uh, Brisbane. And um, yeah, basically I uh, met a few friends and stuff, started like hanging out with everybody and, and settling down a little bit. Um, 
yeah, it's it's kind of crazy trying to trying to pull it all together, eh? And then um, I moved again when I was uh, about oh, 15 or something to Perth. And that's where my dad lived. So um, I, I moved there to live with my dad. And um, that was really cool. It was a great time. Um, you know, um, got to hang out with like my uncle, um, who's actually the one that put connected this one here uncle josh josh fowler um so yeah basically that was an awesome time moved to uh back to brisbane after that after a year and a half and then after that i moved i settled down again and then moved to new zealand by myself to live with uh, my uncle and auntie and stuff so I was smoking weed at that time and stuff. So um, what happened is I got kicked out. Um, I was logged onto his computer buying weed. And then, um, yeah, he got me in trouble and he's like, mate, you know, you can't live here. Cause he thought I was getting it delivered to his house. So um, it was a bit of a miscommunication thing, but it was a big, big blow up, big deal. I moved to my brother's house and then shortly got a flight back to Brisbane. So that's when I finally settled down properly because I've been here ever since um so I kind of um would always listen to music all the time um always do a lot of things I was open to do everything um but what happened was I got I would get um quite like worried in, in my mind about the future when I was young for some reason and I would think what am I going to do and what am I meant to do because a lot of my friends would all be like very talented at a lot of things and I would um always join in and everything but I could see that they were apart from all the practice and everything they were gifted in some way to do certain things um obviously everyone's not limited to one thing you can have unlimited things but I would just wasn't feeling the passion for like BMX for say, I'd ride a lot of BMX with my mates and stuff. Um, and yeah, what happened is I met, I was hanging out with some friends and one of them used to freestyle all the time and uh, kick off rhymes and stuff. And we'd get really hype about it. Uh, and after a while of, I think he was just getting too, too bored of doing it by himself he started trying to convince everyone else to join in and I wasn't really keen at the start because I had no idea what I was doing. It all comes straight off the dome. You don't like off the top of your head and you don't really think, think about what you're doing. Um, so I was real, real scared about it, but they convinced me to jump in and cause I was just cool with it. I was just like, all right, I'm just going to do it. And then I was really bad, but for some reason I had that passion. And then that's when I just realized in my head, this is what I've been waiting for. I was like, even though I was bad at it, I loved it. So pretty much my life changed after that because I can remember going home with my mate back to his house. And I said to him, cause he was joining in with us and he was trying to start, you know, learning how to freestyle. So, um, 
basically when we went back, I was like, we need to watch videos. We need to put a lot of beats on. We need to like, we need to do this like hard. And then, um, yeah, we were real keen together. So it just, it just kept kicking off watching every single YouTube video we could find. Um, just like digging really deep into all the hip hop culture and everything. Cause I was already listening to a lot of, or influenced by a lot of Biggie Smalls, um, Tupac, um, and that all came from my dad. Um, when I was living with him, he gave me a lot of good, good music taste. Before that, I think I was listening to the Veronicas. I think they were one of my favorite bands um, when I was just living with my mum and stuff. So um, that was a big life-changing thing. Um, and then I've been, I was probably doing it for about two years before I met my partner that I'm with now. And um, because I, I still haven't figured it out, but because there's a lot of, um, what, what would you call it? Openness and creativity going on. I, I don't know what, what you call it with, with creative people. But I've seen it as a bit of a trend, but the high emotions that help you, create the art when you crash those high emotions come through again in a negative way and that's not not real good so dealing with that I didn't really recognize it or um, even understand that it was a thing but when I got with my girlfriend that I'm with now she was like hey like are you sure you want to be reacting like this to everything and I'm like well I never really thought about it I just thought well I was angry and that's just what it is um and yeah that stuff just happens but once I really thought about it it um I started digging deep into a lot of psychology um without even realizing that changed my life crazy because I was digging deep within me now to find all these, all these things that I didn't realize, um, digging back through my past a lot, trying to find a lot of things that, um, have happened and, um, that led me to have the kind of mind state that I have. And, um, basically just the way that I approach life, um, and that everyone approaches life. That's, that's for a reason. And it's partly genetic. It's partly, uh, the way you're raised and things that happened. Um, so yeah, like I think, oh, it's getting a bit cold out here. I don't know if you can notice in my voice. Sorry about that. That's all right. Keep going. But, um, yeah, I was, uh, I was studying a lot of Jordan Peterson, um, his like 12 rules to life. Um, that, that, that was another life changer again because I could put a lot of the psychology stuff into my music. So it was so interesting to me to learn. Um, and there's just so many reasons for me to learn about it. So it was just something I was so interested in. And that's definitely another passion that I've picked up. Um, psychology, all that kind of stuff, just learning about brain chemicals and all that kind of stuff. Um, I started doing a little bit of meditate meditation. So um, sometimes I like 
practice meditation, try and um, get the mind clear of all the trash um, so that you can focus on all the good stuff. So um, all of that stuff, <clears throat> well, those two, two things that I kind of mentioned to you there led me to now. And um, like right about now, the time that we're talking now is right about the time that things I think are starting to pick up quite a bit i've been at the music for i've been publicly at the music for five years now so um going hard got a lot of music and um i've never been doing it for uh to get attention um online or to blow up as some people would say or to make money or anything i do have a definite dream that one day i can be financially stable uh with my music without having to uh without having to work so I can have more time to do all the things that I need to do. Like the weekend isn't really enough time to catch up with your family and see all your friends and stuff. So I think it's um I think it's something that I'm aiming for. But in the beginning I really just did it because I wanted to um I just wanted to like I just enjoyed the the feeling that it gives you, that it gives me particularly um, freestyling, writing songs, um, seeing the end result, uh, watching videos that people take of you randomly. Like that stuff is, is crazy. So all in all, um, I, I realized that it, um, the psychology and the music comes together uh, when it comes to like writing to be healthy, um, you write down everything that happens. Um, you write down like, you know, your dreams, you write down everything and uh, helps you become a more stable person in the long run. And um, yeah, I think, I think, I think it all comes together pretty well. Um, and yeah, so right now, since I'm getting back on, on the music a lot more, um, because I've stopped focusing so much on myself, cause I feel like I've got to that progression where, um, I'm, I'm happy with who I am. I'm happy with where I am in life and it's a really good feeling to finally be here, um, through, through so many weird different times. Um, uh, just just kind of being unstable uh, and not recognizing it. Uh, th yeah, right now it feels really good. So now I've been focusing more on the music and backing up on the uh, self self working on myself kind of thing. Um, and I've got back into the music and I'm giving it a lot more than I think I've ever had before. Um, energy wise, like I do about, I do 12 hour days, most days, Monday to Thursday, I do 12 hours, six to six or five to five. Um, and it, I just don't run out of energy. Like it's just crazy. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things happening. Like I just went on, I got, Oh, all right. Here's another little life-changing thing. 
and this is for the future. I think this is something that's um that's that's done me real good in my music. I always wanted to go out locally, um, and just meet meet everyone that's kind of on Instagram, Brisbane music people, Brisbane film people, all these kind of people. Um, it's just I've always I'm always a outgoing. Uh, I want to meet people. I want to be engaging socially. Um, so I'm always that person. Uh, and I started seeing things pop up that I can go to. And I was like, wow, finally, like the stuff's happening. So after, after a while, nobody was saying they would come with me. So everyone was busy. Um, and I just realized I couldn't really wait for other people. So I went by myself. It was like a, I bought tickets for like a week um, and you would go every day um, in the afternoon and you just meet people, uh, people perform <clears throat> and yeah, art, all this different kind of stuff, art, music, um, fashion. I went down by myself, met some people like, got myself fitted in and the first person I happened to be talking to when I walked in there was hey you know mind if I sit next to you I didn't know at the time or until maybe a few weeks later but that guy was the host of the the past the orcs four triple z radio station so his name is Lilo shout out to that guy he's the man and K-May as well got introduced to her they're both the hosts um so um, I didn't realize and I didn't really think much of it, but um, yeah, I made a few connections and stuff. I met one of like the, like a lot of, a lot of local people that are just, just, you know, I've been following on Instagram for a while and stuff. So I thought it was cool. Um, and then I went to this jungle love festival with my mom and my girlfriend and uh, we we were hanging out, doing our thing. That thing went for like a few days um, and you just kind of camped out. It was like a hippie festival. So I didn't know that those people that I met were going to be there, but they happened to be there. Just as we were pulling up in the little camper van, there's Lilo standing there. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I was like, what's, hey man, how you doing? And by the end of it, I was, we were leaving and I went to go put the rubbish in the bin and the rubbish bin near our um, camper van was all full. So I walked it over. I didn't want to leave it there. So I walked it over to the bin that was like all the way around the corner near the food court place. And um, I bloody seen Lilo there getting some food right as I was about to leave. So I said, hey, man, how you going? You know, blah, blah. And then he was like, you know, I'll get you on the uh, radio station sometime. And I was like, fuck, yeah. Like, sorry for cursing. Hell, yeah. Send me the uh, send me the details, like, and, and I'll be there. And that just happened the other day because I booked it quite a lot in advance. Um, so I think that was, like, last week or the week before. Um and then from there, K-May, the other host, she heard me say that I hadn't had a gig yet. 
so she um she was host she's hosting this place in in the valley in brisbane called ivory tusk it's like a little bar um and it it has a little thing that it does on thursdays so i haven't been there yet but i'm going to go to check it out um but she's invited me to go and do a show so i think it's like 20 minutes or something of music so i've definitely got that i said yeah and um i've tried to convince my mate to come that's on all my songs and stuff he's a bit shy but hopefully it'll pull through either way i'll be up there and um yeah so and now the ball's rolling like i've done a podcast before you probably can't tell because i'm quite shaky right now i've got i'm real cold um but um done a podcast before and i thought that was awesome i was like whoa podcast this is sick and then um now obviously this has happened and you're all the way in perth so i feel like what the hell is going on right now this guy's talking to me about my music and stuff um yeah so and then i'm literally as soon as this finishes I just finished work. Now we're doing this. As soon as this finishes, um, I've got another podcast to do. Got to go somewhere and do another podcast. So everything's happening, trying to line it all up. Um, and it's actually, there's so much stuff happening that I can't do my 12-hour shifts anymore. I've got to fit it in the week. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And I don't know if it's going to die down or whatever happens, I'm happy. Um and, and I'm just creating a lot all the time. So that's where I'm at now. Um, I hope you have some more questions because I ran that one through pretty quick. That's sweet. Like I was saying before, I was actually, when I went to look you up, I was actually listening to a different rapper. So I thought I, I'd done my homework, but it ends up I was listening to somebody else. So yeah. I don't actually know what your music's about. Can you tell me yeah. what you rap about now? And also, because you've changed your whole mindset, recently i want to know what you used to rap about if that's changed oh, yeah. what you're rapping about now and if your past stuff was different tell me about that definitely man oh that's a great question especially for right now so um i used to rap about a lot of um a lot of like probably just criminal activity and stuff because first of all that's what i was hearing in the music so that's what i was getting influenced by and i was just kind of copying whatever I was hearing kind of stuff trying to use that to rap myself but um and also I wasn't really the best kid I was like a bit of a troublemaker I was always getting in fights um like I just hothead you know um and that's another reason that I was like thing I realized when I was starting to work on myself so as I was working on myself it uh, turned into, I'm trying to, I'm constantly still trying to find positive things to push out. Um, for example, the song that you um, clicked on when you found my profile there, that's called Bright. And that's from an EP called EP Phone Home. So it has a joke for ET Phone Home um, because it's like supposed to be out of this world kind of thing. And like, um, and like I feel like an alien kind of thing, so it's that's a perfect thing to listen to if you want to hear the the progress of where it went. Um, it won't show you in in the way I was sounding and stuff, but the things, the meaning in that EP is that 
I started. Um, so the first song is "Fuck Love." So um, I was heartbroken, um, and I was not in a relationship, so I could, you know, do whatever I want, and I no one could tell me, "Hey, you know, you shouldn't be doing this and that." Blah blah blah. So um, I was out hanging with my mates, you know, all hours just doing whatever the hell. Um, so the first song's Fuck Love. The second song's Cash from the Gap. So uh, gapping, if you don't know, is a metaphor for running. So that was we're getting cash and we're gapping it. So Cash from the Gap is basically about the bad things, the bad stage I went through um, when I was just like, hanging out with the wrong people um and not getting up to any good you know and then after that is a song called underwater sorry um you can go yeah what were you gonna say man oh i just wanted to, wanted you to elaborate on that like were you mugging people or were you just oh no so or... um i would never i definitely have pretty strong morals where like i was happy to do anything because i was like didn't really care but what I did care about is I would never want to hurt anyone that hasn't just punched me in the face or anything so I would never hurt anyone never steal from somebody's house like I'll never break into somebody's house um that was something that some people did and I thought not going to do that um you know because as much as I was an idiot growing up for a bit I always had a really good mum to come home to. So I'll go home to my mum and I always have to remember that everything that happens eventually is going to lead its way to my dad through some, like we, I have to tell him everything cause I'm an honest person. Like, so I'm trying to make my dad proud from being like separated. And then I'm trying to, I'm always living up to my mum's expectations because she's like, um, you know, I always go home and tell her everything. Um, and she would give me advice and I would listen. <clears throat> she was never over the top with it. So there was no reason for me to not tell her anything. She would never kind of get me in trouble for stupid stuff or um, try and be controlling about it. So, yeah, I was basically just kind of, I would break into the school, um, pretty much like steal stuff from shops um at one point um at one point this is when it was pretty bad when i realized that i was starting to not care too much where i went me and my mates went out and we it's kind of just a funny thing it didn't matter too much because i think everyone got their stuff back but there was a little kind of big bushland and heaps of houses around it and we took heaps of stuff from people's backyards around and brought it all to the middle and made a big hut and there was like a little kindergarten there so we took a whole couch like gazebos all this stuff and we built this massive thing we like camped there for like every weekend until um the uh police came and put a note on the thing and said probably thought we're a homeless person or something and said you got to move out of here <laughs> so we just left it um but pretty much the whole time after me and my mate were like, like, that's funny as shit, but these people 
like if you add up everything, then that's probably a lot, lot of money that people are now missing. And I don't know if they can like claim it. I didn't think about it back then. If they could claim it on insurance or anything like that, I didn't really care. But um, yeah, I'll just do stupid stuff like that, for example. But like what I said before, if I sound like I'm contradicting myself, I would never break into somebody's house. So like all that stuff was from the backyard and stuff but I would never break into anyone's house or anywhere that somebody is or anything like that. Break into the farm down, down like by, you know, a few suburbs down there. There's like a farm and there's like a little shed there with some fruit and shit. So broke into there a few times, but you know, nothing too serious. I wasn't really that bad of a kid, but cash from the gap is kind of an expression of, exactly so people understand exactly what i mean and if you go through and listen to the song that song it'll be like um you know there's the man in the gap in the back and got the stack of the cash all this kind of stuff so the whole and that whole ep was kind of metaphorically describing what i just went through so it was like fuck love just got hurt and then cash from the gap started just like hanging out with the wrong people and just getting out doing bad things and stuff um but i was hanging out with people that were like mugging people and stuff and once they started going oh look at my new shoes i just took them from somebody and i was like bro what the fuck are you doing and i was like I was always that guy. I was like, you're an idiot. Like, especially if, like, multiple people had beaten somebody up. Like, I can't bring myself – I've been beat up by multiple people. Like, I've I've been in a lot of situations where there's a lot of people versus me. And that's the only situations that I've ever really been in because I don't ride with a lot of people. And we don't – like, I don't, I don't really have a lot of mates that are like, that's my crew. I have like a few mates here and there and I might be hanging out with a few people, but I only know like two, two, three people or something properly. Um, so my circle, my circle is quite small and diverse. Um, so when it came to all things happening, I could always just walk away and no one would be like, where are you at? Oh, come out. Like no one's going to harass me because the end of the day if people were like annoying me too much i'm gonna be like fuck off and i'll probably get real angry so it was like pretty easy for me just to walk away and plus when i went home i can just be like they're doing stupid shit and mom would be like oh yeah sweet as and i'll message some people hang out with someone else or whatever like i'm all good um but yeah all that stuff started happening and that's when i started stepping back a little bit more um, and not really hanging out with those type of people and stuff. Um, and then there was the underwater part where all the things that you did do, um, or like there's some things that I'm probably not going to like mention that like have happened and stuff like that. Um, so I won't go too deep into like, some things um but just for the sake because you know 
it's just um not really in my comfort zone but um when some things happen that are like real bad then you that's what the underwater is the metaphor for so deep under the water is like you can listen to the song you can probably figure out the last one's like not as much of a metaphor but um it kind of it's it's just the consequences of things that's happening you're feeling like you're deep underwater and you're drowning um kind of like karma um all this all this stuff that that you realize when you realize for example when i got with my girlfriend and i explained to you before um and i realized like who i was and what i was doing um like the how angry and unleashed i was all the time um it's kind of like it kind of hurts it's like and it puts you in a state where you're like hang on like far out i need to sort myself out you know so that's underwater but once you actually go through that stage of being underwater for so long and and still trying to stay afloat um even if you you know you can metaphorically drown a few times, but like just get back up and just do your best to become a better person. And then the next song is Bright. So it's a four song EP and Bright is just about um, a quote. It's actually inspired by a quote from Tupac. Um, if you can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. So I've got that tattooed right here. So um that was my first tattoo I got when I was 17. Um, so, yeah, it was like just the perfect, perfect kind of EP to describe um, my life and and kind of, well, not my whole life, but just, just the thing that I was feeling, the thing I wanted to get across was that this is what kind of life is. Life is you go through something and then, you know, you, you react some way, you're conscious of most of the things, but you might subconsciously go somewhere and then you come out after you've dealt with it all, you come out bright. Um, so yeah, sorry for the segue. I'm really bad at the segues, but the music kind of changed from being more Aussie. That was a massive was that a segue or did you ask me that question? We're about we're literally running out of time anyway. So, oh. <laughs> so that's all good. That was nice. That was cool. Hey, um, where, yeah, no. where can people find your music and support you and stuff? Um, yeah, so you can find me on um first of all Instagram, JJM underscore S V N. Um stands for seven. Um so if you find me there. There's a link tree. It can take you all the places you want to go um, in my bio. But if you don't want to go there, then you can find me on Spotify, SoundCloud, um, any streaming services. Um, I've got a uh, only like a couple of videos on YouTube um, on my profile, but there's all of my Spotify songs and stuff um, are all on like another page that uploads through my um distributor uh but yeah there's a whole nother catalog on 
SoundCloud. Um, so whole lots of different music. Um, you can find me in those places. Ah, oh, sweet. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Did you have fun? Yeah, man, had a great time, buddy. I thought uh, I thought I wouldn't have enough to talk about for the show, but you know, classic old me, I always have a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it goes quick to the time as well. Well, yeah, well, that's yeah. A wrap. I'd like to thank Jay again for coming on the show, and I'd like to thank you, the listener, for listening. Please tell a friend about the podcast and have a fantastic day. All right, bye.